Hey, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, Infinite Crypto Cruisers. Hey there, folks. My name is Brad Varnell. This is the Infinite Crypto YouTube channel. And today I am excited to have an amazing guest on the show. Uh, folks, you probably watched a deep dive video that I did about a month ago on a project called Demitra. And today we have the founder and CEO of the company, John Trask, uh, coming, coming in uh, live with us to answer some questions, give us some updates on what's going on with the company. Um, it's going to be an exciting time. This is a project that I'm super, super passionate about. They got a fantastic team, and I think you're going to see that for yourself. So without any further ado, let me bring John onto the stream. Welcome, John. So glad to have you. Hey, thanks for inviting me here to join you today, Brad. I'm really happy to be here. Yeah, absolutely. My pleasure. You know, it's been a fantastic, you know, probably six, seven, eight months now since I heard about the project. I met Mike at Bitcoin uh, 2022 and, you know, we developed a, a little bit of a friendship and then turned into, you know, business, getting to know about Demitra. And it was fantastic, you know, last month when we all connected and we all agreed that it was a great time to do, you know, a deep dive, do a video on the Demitra, you know, project and the Demitra token. Sorry here, having some technical difficulties. So, um, but I just want to welcome all of the guests that are that are viewing the channel. And for those of you that come in and watch the replay, um, definitely go back through the, the live stream here and check out the questions and you'll be able to see the answers. But, you know, to, to get started with, I just kind of had a couple of quick you know, questions for you though, you know, the first one is, can you please provide, you know, the community, the guests, the people that are here, you know, with a little bit of an overview of, about Demetra, what it is and, and why, why you decided to create it? Yeah. So Demetra is a global ag tech company that we've, that's been our passion uh, for the past couple of years. We uh, started a number of years ago. Um, another company I had, I was building some blockchain applications and built an application for a group in Africa um, and found a real need for farming and agricultural based software. Um, the original app was an identity app and we were registering farms and, and uh, went over there for a conference and just had a great time and met some great people and understood the, the need for ag tech software. Uh, I have a farming background, grew up on a farm and I've been a software developer and implementing supply chain and food management systems, you know, most of my adult life. Um, decided a couple of years ago to continue extending that platform and, and we built out a number of applications. We built out uh, Demitra's Livestock Guru, which is really around, uh, you know, helping livestock farmers, cattle farmers, and then Connected Farmer which is really after those yeah. crop farmers and then connected coffee. Um, that's after uh, the coffee industry and, and coffee farmers. And, you know, we take a lot of technology and, and put a lot of technology into each one of those boxes, if you wanted to say. And, you know, so we put satellite imagery and, and drones and blockchain and artificial intelligence and IOT sensors. And then, you know, a little over a year ago, we decided we would run an ICO to raise some capital and uh, started on the crypto path with a with a few exchanges um, and established the Demetra token, which is the, the lifeblood of our our system. And everybody transacts in that within our platform. So we have this ERC-20 token and it's been an exciting, exciting year. Yeah, absolutely, man. You guys have some great exchanges too, folks. For any of you that are watching the show and decide that you do want to maybe go out and pick up a token or two, I've been buying tokens on KuCoin and I've also been able to use Uniswap. So you have a couple of great options, um, you know, for, for, you know, getting some tokens if you decide that you want to. It sounds like blockchain and farming were kind of, you know, passions for you before you ever even decided to start Demetra. So it sounds like there's some pretty amazing symmetry going on there, huh? Yeah, I mean, blockchain has been a passion for me probably since the mid 2010s, 2015, 2016, something like that. Yeah. Um, well, some of my first work many years ago when I got into software was in the, uh, the cryptography space. And so I've been passionate about using software for security and cryptography and 
and things like that very early in my career and then moved into ERP systems and and uh, other business type systems after that. So uh, it's been a lot of fun. And then, you know, six, seven years ago, dipped my toe in the in the crypto space and the blockchain space and really did a lot of work on the enter- enterprise size right. blockchains. Awesome, awesome. Real quick here, I want to go over to the chat. I just want to say hello to a few people. Some of these people are probably from your community. Some of them are from mine. But hey, thank you, Big Rig, for being here. Um, Dilemma, this gentleman I know is from my community, huge supporter of the channel. Thank you. You're always on my, always on all of the live streams. Appreciate your blockchain monkeys. Uh, thank you for being here. I'm going to guess that Joe Toronto is from your community, probably somebody from Canada. And uh, welcome to the welcome to the stream. Glad to have you guys. We got Temple Mountain Records. Thank you so much for being here. And then, hey, my wife even decided to join me. My wife uh, hopped on. She's always helping me remember. So yeah, thank you all for joining. And do please hit that like button, folks. The more people that hit that like button, it helps the YouTube algorithm send this out to more people so that we can get more people on the stream. Uh, you know, learning more about this amazing project. So. One of the things that I really love about Dimitra is I've got a business coach, a business mentor, and one of his mottos, his name, his name is James Taylor, and he's helped me a ton in life. One of his mottos has always been with his companies, he likes to say, making a living while making a difference. And when I was looking at Dimitra, one of the things that really stuck out to me is how much this can help change a lot of people's lives. It's not just a money grab, you know, as you, as we both know, so many projects in crypto that are worried about one thing, and that's just about slurping up as much money as they can for themselves. They really don't care about anybody else. To me, in looking at Demitra, getting to know you and Mike and the team, it just feels like it's totally the opposite. Like your number one goal is to help people, to help farmers, and to help to help you know make a difference in this world. And if you know, if you make some money along the way, of course, that's fantastic too. But I just want to lead in. So how does Demetra actually help farmers? How does how does what you do benefit the world? Yeah, so, you know, we, we've built the platform really to help farmers make decisions. And farmers are faced with so many decisions that they have to make today about running their farm. And technology has changed. Climate change has impacted farmers and and created different issues with growing crops and managing pests. So we, like I said, combine these technologies, satellite, IoT, um, blockchain, artificial intelligence. And we take all of this information and we start analyzing a farm. And the farmer through a mobile device tells us how he's running his farm, what crops are being planted, what are some of the problems that they have? And our artificial intelligence goes and analyzes all of that data and comes back and makes recommendations. So yesterday I was working with the team, we were working on a corn project and you know they had these little pictures that come up on the app and you know, does your corn look like this? And, and if it looks like this, then we can tell the farmer, well, here are the next five things you need to do. You need to watch out for these pests. You need to do this with your fertilizer. You, whatever the case may be. And and then we get these great satellite images that tell us, is he managing his moisture correctly? Is he managing his soil correctly? Is he storing carbon or emitting carbon? And all of these inputs that factor into a decision. And then we can come up and make a recommendation to that farmer. And, And so our objective around the world, now that mobile is so prevalent, and particularly how mobile's grown in Africa and Asia and um, Latin America, um, more recently than it, than maybe it was in North America and, and, uh, Europe. Farmers have the ability to start adopting technology that, that they never did. So if we can help a farmer make better decisions, then they're going to grow more crops. And, you know, I'll give you an example. We started working with, the. Uh, a coffee cooperative and, and we got some soil tests back from that coffee cooperative and we employ, you know, agronomists and PhD level agronomy researchers and build all of this technology. in. but, you know, we looked at the, the pH of those farms and in the soil 
and their pH level was low. It was 4.5 and, and ideal for coffee is about six. But what our system punches out is it says, well, if your pH level is this 4.5 and we increase it to six, then you're going to get a bigger yield. And it's going to cost you a thousand dollar investment to put some calcium carbonate down in order to increase the pH. Um, and the yield from that's going to be an extra $3,000 in profit per hectare. Beautiful. And, and so we can start making those recommendations. And, and then out of the agronomy part, we really start looking at track and trace. And blockchain is such a great tool for track and trace. Yep. The customers of those coffee farmers or the cus customers of those corn farmers want to know where did their coffee come from? And is that is it coming from a sweatshop or is it coming from a farmer who really cares and is is embracing the land and and treating the environment well and and making that employment and there's a story to tell about each one of these farmers because there's so many great farmers in the world and and if we can track that you know Joe Smith in Indonesia I know it's not a common Indonesian name but it occurs um made that coffee and then track the life of that coffee as it goes to the buying station and to the processing plant and, and it's dried and it, you know, gets on a boat and goes all the way to uh, your local Starbucks in Las Vegas. Right. Um, you know, wouldn't it be great if we could actually show that consumer when he gets his cup of coffee that, you know, Joe and his, his daughters were out, picking that coffee on their coffee farm in Indonesia on the side of a mountain. And, and yeah, man. there's a lot of demand in the space. Consumers know, want to know where their food comes from. And blockchain with its immutable record, with its capability of enhancing traceability, just becomes such a great tool. And then the other thing that we do for these farmers is we help them with, with loans. And that's something we're putting out later. We did some POCs on this, this year. Smallholder farmers around the world have a hard time getting access to capital. So that's a big part of our strategy for 2023. We just did a trial with Ocean Protocol using Ocean Protocol's data marketplace. Yeah. And we ran a, we ran a competition um, trying to take a bunch of farming data and open source some innovation from that. And we got so many great results from that. But one of the things with our partnership with Ocean Protocol is that they've built this data marketplace. Our farmers have tons of data and there's huge demand for food related data, commodity related data, you know, investors, insurance companies, um, they wanna know, are we growing more coffee this year or less coffee? What, what are the challenges going to be regionally? And we can make that data in an aggregated form so we don't share any private information of those farmers, but we can send aggregated information to these corporations corporations will pay for that data and then we can share that uh, payment back to the farmers. So the farmers, they may be paying a little for our system, but they can get so much more back in increased productivity and the data that we're, that we're selling. So, and every little bit helps when you're, when you're a farmer. Yeah, absolutely. You know, one of the things that I didn't realize until I really started looking into the project and exactly what you do was how big the marketplace was. I think it's somewhere in the ballpark of 580 million small farmers across the world. And something else that I was impressed by is your software isn't just for the big guy. In fact, it sounds like although the big guys can definitely benefit from it, it also sounds like it really, really helps the smaller operations and and they almost need it more sometimes than than these big guys do so i was very impressed by that would well, you agree guy, yeah the big guys have spent so much money on technology in the past and and it's just been priced out of reach for the small farmers yeah. so we actually work with cooperatives and governments and try to find ways to get our software to the farmer for free now the government may pay something for it or the cooperative may or or we may come up with a financing method where, and what we do today is essentially, you know, the farmer can pay for his license, but he can earn all of that back in his data if he's using the system. Right. So, so net, 
in a year, he pays nothing. Um, and Mike's done this great project. We've got a sponsorship project now. So if a Demetra investor comes in and it's going to be on our portal in, in a week or two, um, you know, invest a hundred dollars, they can pick a project and we'll take all of the proceeds that come from that investment. So the investor keeps their investment. In fact, they still get their staking, but they can pick a project and, and sponsor a farmer to get the app for free. Nice, man. That's amazing. So if they have a, an allegiance to, you know, Indonesia or Brazil or wherever we're working, um, I think we're, we're starting with six projects that people can sponsor. You get a thousand dollars worth of tokens. You put the, the app in the hands of 10 more farmers. And, and that comes back and benefits us from a utility perspective, because now the farmer is producing data. It, the farmer um, may take a trade loan. And if you look at the value of a farmer to Demetra, you know, if they're just licensing the platform, maybe it's 50 bucks or a hundred bucks, depending on what features they have. If they're taking trade loans and using the marketplace services and, and data and, and all of those other things, the value of that farmer shoots up to like a thousand dollars or more of utility going right back into the Demetra token, because all of that, all of that gets filtered through or uh, processed with DMTR. So the farmer may use DMTR to pay us. And if it yeah. doesn't, our treasury does the conversion. Awesome. Awesome. So it sounds like with all of that going on, must take a few bucks to uh, to run this operation and do what you do. So how did you guys, you mentioned earlier that you did an ICO, you know, so how have you guys raised funds or project and how are, how have you used those funds so far? Yeah. I mean, originally I funded the project myself, I think as every little startup does. And, and so I've invested quite a bit of money in it. And then during our pre-sale and ICO, we raised about six and a half million dollars. Um, and, you know, over the last year, we spent about two and a half million back on crypto getting listed on exchanges and, and, you know, listing fees and things like that. Um, and, and then the other 4 million went into operations and we've got a team, you know, a pretty large team. So we do burn some cash every month as we continue to build out the software and add features every couple of weeks, we add new features. Um, we've got a dev team of, of over 50 people. We've got a big agronomy team, a big data science team, a, a big, um, design team, and then marketing and sales and all those support functions. Um, since then, we've signed a new uh, agreement with Gem, and Gem's been been great for us. Um, so they've they've done a, a token subscription agreement with us and made a twenty million dollar capital commitment. And so we can draw down off of that capital commitment whenever we need to uh, to raise. Awesome, awesome. You know, a lot of people, including myself, feel like the the crypto bear market that that we've been underneath for the last year or so. You know, it's probably you know none of us have a crystal ball, but there's a good chance that it could last till 2024, 2025. But you feel comfortable, you won't have any trouble sustaining your business model and making it through these tough times until the sunshine comes out again. Yeah, well, I mean, we are a startup, and we are we are not yet cash flow positive. Right. We're earning money from the farmers, but we're investing most of that back into continuing to build the application. So we have to manage that. And we're pretty positive that we've got a good plan. So we are continuing to work on landing more cooperatives and we're having really good success with that pretty high success rate, landing some government contracts. Um, and then there is still some you know, money coming through GEM, which is crypto related. Um, from a crypto perspective, we haven't uh, taken any money back to treasury um, with the Demetra token since last year at all in 2022. Um, and, you know, we are looking to turn that, but we understand where the market is and we need to work with that. And we're going to maintain our staffing levels based on the available cash that's coming in from from crypto, from gem, from other capital um, investments that were equity investments that that we're working on and other avenues. So, you know, the the plan is fluid. Yep. 
the plan had to change this month with the FTX stuff because it, yeah. you know, pushes, puts pressure on the tokens and puts pressure on the, the market and reduces the number of people investing. But overall, we are a company that is out to change the agriculture world, a 12 and a half billion trillion dollar market, yep. uh, one of the biggest markets in the world. And we need to figure out how to live with the changing environment. And I, I think that's always yeah. been the case. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and that question was a little bit loaded, but I kind of already knew the answer. And, you know, and folks, I wouldn't have John on the channel. We wouldn't be doing this AMA if I didn't believe that the company had long-term potential. Um, you know, one of the things that I pride myself on my YouTube channel, you know, I created wealth in cryptocurrency, starting investing back in, in 17, 18, and created wealth for myself before I ever started this channel. And so for me, if it's not a win-win, I'm not bringing people on. So folks, this is not financial advice, but one of the reasons that we are featuring Demitra on the channel is because I personally believe that it's an amazing company with an amazing team with amazing potential. Um, you know, I'm not going to go into the all of the X's and O's on this video, but if you go back and watch the deep dive video that I did about a month ago, I do do some, you know, if if this happens scenarios and there is the potential to make some life-changing money in in my opinion once again not financial advice but yeah man i think you guys have you guys are going to make it through this bear market uh you know standing tall and i'm excited to see what actually happens with the mitra when you actually have some positivity and some exciting things going on in the market so you had mentioned you have a huge team and you've got a bunch of developers and so who's your lead developer who's your go-to guy that's kind of in charge of all of the development of the project yeah we, we've got a guy named peter thorstenson he's our cto he i've known peter for a number of years and and uh, he's been involved in blockchain for quite a while and crypto for quite a while. Um, but he's been a software developer for 30 years and and has spent time teaching like Microsoft how to develop software. And and uh, and so he is our our leader of that team. We have over 50 developers working full time and and QA people and and a whole contingency of actually you know, we're over 125 and yeah. depending if we add in some of those contractors who are in there part-time or whatever, we're probably 150, 155 people. Awesome. Awesome. Real quick. We had a little bit of a question here. I kind of wanted to address this. Yeah. Why is the price down day by day ICO price 1.22, but current price very low folks. This is just crypto. So uh, Octifax, copy trading. I don't know how long you've been around the crypto market, but I was lucky enough to jump into crypto right at the end of 17 at its absolute peak. I mean, like I couldn't have picked a worse time to jump into crypto. But the one thing that I did right that helped me create wealth in my life was I just continued to invest in 18 and 19 and 20. As the market went down, I knew it was going to come back up. I didn't know when, but I knew it was coming back up. I had an unshakable faith that cryptocurrency and blockchain technology was the wave of the future. So even though I was down 75, 85, 95, even as much as 99% on a lot of my positions, it all came roaring back at the end of 2020, and we had an amazing year in 2021. There's so many external forces that are pulling crypto down short term right now between the feds here in the United States raising the interest rates, the, the war and disrest amongst the world, and just you know all of the inflation that, that is coming at us for all of the money that got printed uh, you know, during, during the, the last flu season. And so folks, if you go look at any project on CoinGecko or CoinMarketCap right now, They've all been pulled down a bunch. It has nothing to do with the actual project. I don't care how good your project is right now. You're going to run into um, you know, a little bit of tough time as far as the token price go. But what I would say, once again, not financial advice, the way that I made it through was if I had bought a token like Demetra at $1.22 and now it's down you know, at half a cent, 
my my strategy was I would buy some more. You realize if you've got a thousand dollars invested at you know at buck twenty two, and now you go invest a thousand dollars at half a cent. I can't even do the math that fast in my head, but you take your average cost probably down to five or ten cents. And so, folks, that's you know the you got to be looking at crypto in the long term. If you've got a short uh, short term, when's it going to pump? Is it going to be this week or next week? You're probably looking at the crypto space wrong. I think if you get into Demitra and you hold it till 2024, 2025 and beyond, you're going to be super, super excited. But if you're basing your happiness on what happens over the next couple of weeks, you might be in for some rough times. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, to I guess to follow on that question, there, we came into the market in late September 2021 and Bitcoin was in the high 60,000s. And yep. And, you know, it, it's dropped pretty consistently since when we started, we had a POC that was successful, but we weren't really creating revenue. And so if you look at the tokenomics of our project, we have the token itself, which relies on investors and, and investment strategies and, and crypto related token management strategies, but it also relies on the utility of the system, which brings people into the system. Yep. And, and so we did that POC back in 2021 and then 2022 in quarter two, we launched um, a commercial version with a government in Africa and we launched uh, a, another project in India and started onboarding people there. Um, those projects are very, very long-term projects. And then we went live with version one of um, connected coffee in, I think it was August and signed a deal with this cooperative that has 3,500 farms and, and started onboarding, but we're still only onboarding the first 300, which we did over a three month period as a trial to get them familiarized with the system, to take farmers who are not tech savvy and train them. And, and now Connected Coffee is taking off. You know, we've, we had that first one trial. We got great results out of it. We've got a, a really happy customer. Um, we took some of the learnings and we're rebuilding that to put out the next version of coffee right now. Okay. But, you know, we've, we've got deals in Panama. Um, just signed, you know, just got this great deal in Panama, deal in Bolivia and Brazil, Colombia in Africa. So now we have a number of projects and we're scheduling out. So how do we go into each one of those and educate the farmers and onboard the farmers? Cause it's not a farming is complex and it's not just a simple apps. They need to enter information. They need to know how to, to do that. Um, you know, some of them are new to cellular technology. Our tech works offline, but they have to do some things to set it up when they're connected so that they go can go out on the mountainside. And so we partner with universities and it, universities are great partners for that. They, they go out and they, you know, in Indonesia, we signed this deal. We worked with the Indonesian government and got a grant for the university. So a bunch of master's degree and, and assistants and PhDs um, learned the system. We went and taught Demetra school at the university Right. To, to about, I think, 80 of them. And the university's given us 30 people who have gone out to work with those farmers for three months every day. Right. It's going to supplement their graduate studies. But at the same time, it's going to help us introduce this to farmers. And, and, and that university is very agriculturally oriented. And they'll take this to farms all over Indonesia. And it'll create benefit for the school, benefit for the farms, benefit for Demetra. And so now if you look at that and you say, okay, today we've only really just started with licensing fees. So licensing fees are, are quite, quite low. Um, we're not here to make money on licensing fees. They have needs. Those farmers have needs of input financing and trade financing, which both can be DeFi based lending. Right. We tested that last year. If we build the treasury, then we can give those loans. And what, what does that do? A farmer 
that produces on a hectare or two hectares, 8,000 kilos of coffee that sells at three bucks, four bucks, if it's a premium coffee, much less if it's not a premium coffee, um, now needs trade financing loans because when they pick the coffee, they have this cycle where they bring it to a collection point and then it gets processed and then it gets bagged. And then the bags sit until there's a sea container load. And then the sea container gets on a boat and it might take them three months, four months to convert those cherries that they picked into dollars. Okay. And, and so what they typically do is then they look at somebody to lend them the money so that they can go and start on the next phase of development. So it's a low risk loan because you're supplying Starbucks or these major coffee companies. Right. Um, but in the end, you know, the farmers are looking for credit and they have a hard time with credit. They may have to walk into the next town or into the next city or, you know, bus into the next town or into the next city in order to go to the bank and get a loan. We've created a process where we can analyze the performance of their farm with satellite, with sensors, with farmer inputs. We can test the quality of the coffee as it goes through the supply chain. Right. And all of that puts us in a great position to assess risk. Yeah. And the reason these farmers have a hard time getting credit today is that they have a hard time demonstrating that they can manage the risk problem. Now in a digitized world, they can, they can demonstrate that to lenders. <clears throat> that yeah. takes the value of that farmer for Demetra up from licensing fees to interest on a $30,000 loan. Right. Um, interest or earnings on an insurance policy that's a crypto-based insurance policy. The data associated with that, all those coffee companies want that data. They're willing to pay for that data. All the fertilizer companies and seed companies are willing to pay for that data. And all those universities are willing to pay for that data. So we haven't really um, earned those phases of utility yet because right. we're just getting into that implementation phase. So you have the crypto investor who last year made an investment like your your individual set $1.22 um, and it's down. But all we have is the investment phase. That input phase is just starting now. And yeah. it's and it's only going to grow as we onboard more and more cooperatives and users. And and that's where we creep that value where, you know, the Solak Radio Cooperative is, is one of the cooperatives I was talking about, paid all their licensing fees in Demetra. Right. Right. They did a, you know, they bought USDT on KuCoin and did everything on KuCoin to pay all their licensing fees. And they're going to do that every year and they're going to earn all of their licensing fees back because of the data they create. Yes. Yeah. And, so like, yeah. Go ahead. It kind of, it kind of reminds me of a, of a saying. Um, I don't remember exactly who said it, but it was a pretty, you know, it was like a Mark Cuban or somebody like that of the world that said, um, you know, most people greatly overestimate what they can accomplish in six months or a year, but, also greatly underestimate what can be accomplished in five or 10. And I think cryptocurrency investors really epitome, you know, that they're the epitome of that saying because they're they're always in a hurry. I I I was when I got involved in crypto at the end of 17, my buddy, my mentor had turned 9,500 into 2.2 million in wow. 17 going into 18. And that's what got me excited. He thought he was going to have 10 million by the end of 18. And I was just jumping in expecting to be, you know, a millionaire in 18. And instead it took me, you know, until 2021 to see the fruition of my, of my uh, efforts and, and the, you know, the investing come to fruition. So I understand, I mean, you got a, you got a brand new company here that's, that's doing amazing things. And I just, you know, people just need to be patient. The other thing that we kind of glossed over that I want to touch on really quickly that I think is fantastic is you'd mentioned that you have about 125 full-time employees and folks, those of you that are on the channel right now, live or listen to this replay, that is almost unheard of in crypto. 
I mean, yeah, you got some probably some top companies like Chainlink, you know, and and some big boys that have a big team like that. But you, if you go look at the top two thousand tokens on CoinGecko, I would guess uh, this is just off the top of my head. I would guess that 125 employees is more employees than 95 to 99 percent of those projects. I mean, that's unbelievable. Most of us are investing our money in, you know, to a project that's got some pimply faced kid in the basement of his mom's, you know, in his mom's basement and him and his buddies came up with an idea and, you know, they came out with a token and we're hoping that they can do something with it where with Demitra, you know, you have this professional team. You've got a gentleman that had success in life before Demitra and that is had and is having success now. 125 people on the team, and I just, you know, I, th I think that is absolutely amazing. I just kind of wanted to, you know, you know, touch on that for another quick second. And then I was curious, something else that you that you mentioned to me when you're talking about all of the different things that you do for the small farmer. And so I just kind of was curious, what's your opinion? What's your most groundbreaking technology or what's the mo the thing that you're the most excited about that you guys have come up with so far? You know, I, I think that over the last few years, we've had a bunch of blockchain startups get into the agricultural space and, and they try to, you know, offer loans to farmers, but they can't manage risk. Um, they don't have enough data to assess risk. Um, you, and, you know, we have some great track and trace startups. IBM did a, a startup that they're winding up now, Trade Lens um, on blockchain. You know, I look at what we've done and, and we've combined mobile technology, satellite, IoT, um, and agronomy. And, and we've peppered in some other technologies as well there. And what that does is we have a trade-off we trade information with the farmer in order to help them grow more crops, in order to help them be more productive, in order to help them track and trace. Um, all of that information, all of that data creates value. And, and it creates value for people doing research, but it creates value for us in a very unique way. We have the ability to assess on over 20 crops plus livestock, the likelihood of a farm success. And we have the ability then to grant a loan based on that information in a way that most banks have never been able to because they never had access to that. And, and then we have a way to help the farmer manage their performance which further reduces the risk on the loan. Nice. So it's very unique in what we've done. Nobody's done this. And, and it's the culmination of crypto and blockchain with the DeFi aspects, the immutable record, the track and trace capabilities and agronomy and combining those things together to make these assessments that will make our plan work yeah. and our plans succeed. So those are the things that we're really focused on. How do you assess a, you know, we're working with Feta Panela, which is the sugarcane association in Colombia. We are working on how do we, like we have agronomists working right now on how do we assess when is the ideal time to pick um, sugarcane because if you can manage that well, um, you're going to get more money for the sugar cane. So that creates value for a group like Feta Panela. They have 27,000 farms. And they're onboarding people. Next month, I think we're going to onboard 100, 100 farms, the leaders in the 14 different um, regions within Colombia. And they're going to go out afterwards and start training other farms who want to be onboarded. You know, we're doing the same thing with onions in India and coffee in Indonesia. And, and you know, it's just an endless number of projects yeah. where traditional farming has changed. The world wants to reduce the carbon, right? Yeah. Decarbonization is a, is a huge goal. 
In order to do that, we have to change how we farm. And that's perfect for the smallholder farmer because they do most things manually. Right. Um, our system becomes a conduit for education that says, yeah, this is how you may have done that in the past, but now you can produce more, you can produce it at a lower cost, and you can go and get a carbon credit for your farm. So we help them. We're working on a project in Brazil right now. We've partnered with um, the state of Paraná and a company called Ceres, and and we're working on how do we manage carbon on each one of these farms and measure the carbon intensity and bring back enough data for them to apply for and get a carbon credit on that farm. And they, you know, so they may, we may work with them on that through this JV and it brings back hundreds and hundreds of dollars or even thousands of dollars in carbon credits. If the farmer is doing the right thing, that's how we're, that's how we're applying this technology. And, and we've invented, you know, unique ways to use a combination of satellites and sensors to evaluate that. So we've, we're building some cool tech and, uh, you know, I'm super excited about it. And now in 2023, we're really getting into implementation because we've got, you know, 16 really solid contracts that are all in early implementation phases. And, and the sales guys have a pipeline of probably more than a hundred right. additional projects that are at some form of the sales process or negotiations. Yeah, absolutely. I've got a gentleman that I really respect a lot, a guy named Ed Milet. And one of the things that he talks about in business is, you know, separating yourself from the competition. He talks about separation seasons. He talks a little bit about like the holidays. He talks about how a lot of people kind of take their foot off the gas pedal and they're enjoying their friends and their family for Thanksgiving and Christmas. So they kind of almost have, you know, two months where they just kind of don't do anything. And he talks about how it's much easier to catch up to somebody when they're not running than yeah. it is, you know, if you're, if you're trying to catch up to somebody that's running full speed. And the reason that I mentioned that is it reminds me of this crypto bear market. There's so many companies out there and so many people that kind of disengage during these types of times, but the companies that are really going to come out on top and really are going to shine during, you know, the market, when the markets go back up, I believe are companies like yours. It sounds to me like you guys don't even, you don't even care that it's a bear market in a sense. You just working hard and, and, and improving the company and in, you know, getting the higher numbers of contracts. It just sounds like you guys just got your foot on the gas pedal and you're going 180 miles an hour. Well, you know, I don't want to say I'm oblivious to the bear market, going <laughs> on, but in all reality, typically bear markets are when opportunities come up and, and, you know, we, we've got this vision, we've got this roadmap, we've got a couple years of a couple more years of building our app. And, and in all reality, we probably will never continue or end building and refining the app because it just creates more value when you're adding more crops and more countries and more uh, different types of users and, and use cases. Um, we were bigger now than we were six months ago, yeah, Not by a lot of people, but, but we are continuing to grow. And as we add these different projects, we need to bring on teams because each project um, has different requirements, add some more developers, some designers, um, you know, some business people who understand lending or insurance or crypto or all of the different components that have to work together to make the use case successful. Right. And I mean, you're, you're partnered with coffee. You can tell how much I love coffee. My coffee cup's bigger than my head. This is uh, full of the coffee that, that I'm drinking today. So I love that. So we've already touched on this a little bit, but I'll let you expand on it. So all of the, all of the cryptocurrency market has taken a beating in, in 2022, but I was just kind of curious, you know, you have any plans or any ideas on how you can fix the, you know, the price of, of the Dimitri token? Yeah. I mean, the, the first thing that we're doing really is, um, 
launching our platforms and sticking to our plan. We need, we need to bring users on who uh, create utility, who receive utility in, in the act of receiving utility, they create more utility for the entire ecosystem. Second, you know, we've just signed this great deal uh, a couple of weeks ago um, with Cointelegraph. And Cointelegraph, you know, I want to thank them. They are uh, believers in what we are doing and believers in the agricultural use case and looking to um, promote and support real world use cases. Um, so we've signed a 24 month media partnership. Um, they're gonna be sharing information every month uh, for the next 24 months about the different projects that we're working on and, right. and, and some of the changes that we're seeing in the world and making in the world. And uh, so we're pretty excited about that. You know, we had a press release come out this week with them and uh, there's an article coming out later this month and they, they're running banner ads. And, and so, you know, we've not done a lot of crypto media in the past. Um, we've done a little bit of it and, and this is going to expose our project to so many more people. We know that, it, you know, the bear market is gonna be a long time. So the deal we've signed is really around um, two years. And Cointelegraph is motivated to see our token price go up. Yes. I think, you know, they, they, uh, they bought in They're So we're excited about this partnership. Um, you know, we've got the connected coffee platform that went out in, in Indonesia, they paid their licenses with Demetra tokens. And now we have all these other coffee companies that are coming on board. They're going to start paying in Demetra tokens. We're going to see, you know, hopefully an impact in the market as we bring on more users. Um, our Livestock Guru cloud platform has come out. It's up on the website. Um, we're doing a soft launch right now. We're not trying to drive a ton of users to it because uh, we want to get a handful of users in there, get some experience, work on some of the debugging and things like that. But, you know, users can go to our, our website, uh, click on the applications, go to Livestock Guru and get a 45-day free trial. They can go in and they can put a geofence around their house if they want and click go down to pasture management and click and get a satellite report that shows how healthy their crops are at their house. I mean, it's not going to give you great information because it's, it's not a farm, but you know, my daughter was on there this morning and, and uh, she put a geofence around the local park. So she's going to monitor the park on her, on her free trial. Um, what we'll find is satellite and pasture management for uh, farmers is something in demand and and each one of those farmers will get 45 days free trial They'll they can get a couple satellite reports and and register their farm and do things like that but in the end we'll convert a bunch of those and those licensing fees will either be paid in dmtr so we're putting a method on our portal in order to pay on dmtr or it'll be paid in U.S. dollars or whatever local currency of the country you're in, and then our treasury will convert it. Um, so again, that's more utility. This right. is an application that we put out back in May with uh, one large government customer. Um, and we've been working on it to make it for a smaller farmer. And now it's just going out just last week and you know, we'll have revisions over the year. We still have probably about 10 features that we've started that we want to add to it, but it, it compared to our competition, we have equally as much capability within the system. Plus we've, we've offered this pasture management satellite feature. And next month we have a feed management feature that is completely artificially intelligence driven that will revolutionize the feed management industry as more data goes into the system, we're gonna be able to help farmers reduce their feed costs, which is the largest input cost to growing cattle. And at the same time, set goals around protein production or milk production, 
depending on what type of farmer you are, and make sure that we're picking the right nutrition to optimize the performance of those cattle with artificial intelligence. And, and it's, that is fairly new to the world. Um, so we're excited with what we've got there. You yeah, know, we, absolutely. we've uh, finished our data bounty initiative with ocean and we're working on the next version for, you know, this coming spring. And uh, so you'll see more work with us and ocean. We're excited about that. Um, you know, we're really excited last month, the, Web3 and Blockchain World organization. That's the organization um, that was founded by Don Tapscott, who wrote the book Blockchain Revolution. Um, went through a, a selection process, had the biggest number of nominees for uh, companies, and they awarded us um, Web3 and Blockchain Entrepreneurship Award for 2022. And, and that's been incredibly exciting. And, and that has captured the attention of some major, major investment firms, like top five investment firms in the world yeah. now have eyes on us. And we've started talking to them about what we can do in their regions, you know, what we can do in the Middle East with some of the Middle Eastern investment firms, what we can do in the U.S. with some of the U.S. investment firms. And, and they have tentacles into all of these agricultural organizations. So, you know, that's pretty exciting. It's going to take some time to go through that. And, yeah. and we can't announce the names until, uh, you know, we get through it and we get through the due diligence and, and you know, how do we JV, partner, invest, whatever, whatever avenue we get on. Um, yeah. I can say that in the Middle East, uh, we have no agreement with them. They, you know, one of the largest sovereign wealth funds in the world, they have interest in us. And, you know, what's really exciting to me is they believe in us probably a little bit because they won the award, a little bit because they've done some due diligence and looked at the software and done some things like that. But in the end now, what we're seeing is they're introducing us to people. You know, they're introducing us to players who could use our application and have, you know, multi-million dollar deals. Absolutely. So, you know, it's a, it's a great environment where I think, you know, if our mandate is to help people in the world, it really is. That is what excites me every day. And there's a lot of organizations in the world that really have those ESG objectives, right? How do you, how do you deal with social good? How do you fix the environment? And whether they're your partner or not, and we have no partnership with these people yet, right? We just have started, just started a relationship. Yep. They instantly turn around and say, we love what you're doing. We know how to help you. And why don't you meet the president of this company? And I'm going to, I'm going to book that next week. And our sales guys are calling the president of that company all the time. Right. You can't yeah. get them to answer the phone until somebody helps you. Yeah. I know how busy you guys stay trying to get a hold of Mike can be uh, a lot of fun. I mean, he <laughs> always gets right back to me, but he's always on a phone call. He's always in a meeting. He's always got something going on. And, um, you know, you touched on the partnership with Ocean Protocol. I wanted to mention to everybody watching, I love Ocean Protocol. I've actually had Ocean Protocol tokens in my portfolio since probably, I guess it was probably about 2019. I'm still a token that I'm buying, uh, you know, DCA into uh, on occasion. And so, you know, that was, I was excited when I heard about that partnership and that, you know, companies like that were you know, liked your project and we're, and we're working with you. So I think that's big stuff. I can't help everybody in the world is talking about Sam Bankman fried and FTX and all of that. And I was just wondering, you know, were, was Demetra affected at all by any of that? So, you know, I don't want to say we're not, a, we're not affected. There is no direct exposure. We didn't have any money in FTX. We weren't doing business with FTX. So there is no direct exposure, but, you know, I think everybody in crypto has been affected by it. A little bit it you know it puts pressure on the industry and and you know reduces trust um and those are things that we need to spend more time to overcome so we do have those indirect 
challenges. But at this point, we've not lost anything because of it. Okay, great. And then, you know, what are you excited about coming up? You know, we got the end of the year coming, quarter one, 2023, and quarter two, 2023. What what are you the most excited about uh, in the upcoming months? Oh, I we have some great contracts coming in Latin America. Um, and, and, you know, we're going, we're at the very final stages of contract negotiations in many of them. Um, we've received approvals from different governments in Brazil and Colombia and, and, uh, Bolivia. Um, so there's some exciting, exciting projects coming out. We did some MOUs with them last year and maybe had some early contract work or, or, you know, kind of basic proof of concept and due diligence type stuff. Um, but now those are materializing into good solid contracts with, with users. So, you know, I think that's the, that's the first thing. It's very exciting to see that, um, coin telegraph, um, you know, having that added crypto based exposure, um, having somebody who, you know, writes for crypto looking into our company and, and learning what we do and, and then sharing that message with the community is great. Um, you know, we, I love our marketing department. Our marketing department does a great job. We do a really good job in reaching our target customers, those agro agricultural customers. Um, and probably one of the areas that we needed to improve was how to reach a broader crypto audience. And, and so that coin telegraph deal, I think is going to, do a lot for that. And, you know, we've been interviewed a number of times over the last year with some great um, podcasters. And, you know, we're really thankful to be here and talk to your audience today. And, and we want to do more stuff like that. Um, I'm excited about Connected Coffee. Coffee, Connected Coffee from a sales perspective is really taking off. Um, you know, what I like coffee is a passion for people. Yep. And, and it's so interesting working with these guys in Indonesia who are our first customer and we have a number of customers now, but um, learning from them and, and understanding the coffee market and understanding what their needs are. And, you know, I've got a lot of experience digitizing supply chains and, and applying that digitization process. And our team has done a great job with them and are continuing to do a great job with them. And, you know, it gives us a chance to innovate. And, and then when we take that innovation to other company, coffee companies, they're super excited. You know, we're signing up cooperatives with tens of thousands of members now. And, and you know, we're, we're enjoying that. The coffee industry maybe has had a bit of a bad rap. And, and they are doing a lot of work to, you know, clean it up from an environmental perspective and from a, labor perspective and, and a traceability perspective. And, you know, everybody we talk to wants to do the right thing. And it's exciting how each one of those companies is driving to make change. And, and so, you know, I love joining those meetings and, and seeing uh, motivated and enthusiastic people who are out there saying, you know, we can really change the world. We can, we can beat this climate change thing if we all work together. We can do that at the same time as producing great coffee and improving the quality of the coffee and, and helping farmers who can't access capital and helping farmers who um, struggle to make high price sales because they don't have a digitized process, right? Smallholder farmers are they struggle and helping people with that that motivates me to get up every day that makes me so exciting you know the the last big one for me is this sponsorship program how do you tie a crypto investor to a farming project and and you know we're not yield farming we're we're farm farming and and so I think, you know, there's a number of ways you look at that and, and you take a individual investor and we got to 
somehow motivate them to one, want to make a good investment and make a decision that investing in Demetra is a good thing. And there's two ways to do that. One is the business and the potential of the business. And we need to show people the potential of the business and we need to show them uh, how the business will grow and when it will grow. And that's as much of a decision, right? Because growth in an industry like agriculture is slow. It's, it's not an overnight phenomenon. Um, but then the second piece is they can do that while they're changing the world, while they're making an impact on the environment, while they're making an impact and participating in decarbonization, while they're making an impact on soil quality and soil erosion, because we're farming better on fresh water, on poverty. You look at most of these farmers and, you know, I'll give you an example. So I was working on a project in Africa and and in this project, you know, the farmer's got about an acre and runs a couple crops in that acre and works really hard, works all year and produces his crop and takes it to market. And at the end of the year, maybe makes $1,000 or $2,000 to feed his family um, and is happy because he loves what he does. He loves working in the dirt. He loves feeding his family and his community. And, and all of those things create value, but suffers from extreme poverty. And that's very prevalent in farming around the world. And we can give him an app that helps him increase his productivity by 20 or 30%. Now that doesn't take his net income up 20 or 30%. It takes his gross income up 20 or 30%. If we can make a 20% impact on a smallholder farmer in Africa, we literally double the amount he takes home. Because his costs are 80%. Right. His, his effort and his input costs and his seed and his fertilizer are there. We're not changing that equation. We're actually changing the top end equation and keeping the bottom end low. Okay. So he can take more to market and imagine, you know, we're not creating great wealth. We're taking a person that makes a thousand or $2,000 a year and, and helping them get to 2000 or $4,000 a year. But the second you do that, they take it and they bring it out into the community. They don't consume it. It's not a windfall. It's not like they've won the lottery, right? You know, they have better meals for their family. They can actually afford to buy milk or get a protein so that their children are healthier. They can actually afford to go and get medical service. And, and so I tie that back to the sponsorship program and I love it because personally I invest in things. And if I'm going to invest in Demetra and I can put a thousand dollars in Demetra, I know I help 10 farmers. Right. And if those farmers really use the app, they're going to get that increase they're going to have what to most of us, a $1,000 or $2,000 increase in income isn't mind-blowing to us, but it is to them. It right. changes their life. Yes. It changes the life of their children. And so we look at these UN objectives and SDGs, and we take that to heart. And that's what we're trying to do with the app. So those are the things that excite me about 2023. Awesome, man. I love it. Such a great answer. You know, we're just over an hour, so I want to respect your time. I appreciate you being here. And so, folks, uh, I'm going to have the link to the Demetra website, to their Twitter, to their Telegram. And I also recommend all of you go check them out on uh, CoinGecko. Go do a little math. I was just looking at it right now for $100. You can get roughly 24,000 tokens, give or take. And I'll let you go do the math. If you go back and check out what their all-time high was and you multiply that out times, you know, 20, 24,000 tokens, it's a piece, it's a nice little chunk of change. And uh, nobody here can ever guarantee that we're ever going to hit all-time highs again. But what if it just gets back up even to a dime or a quarter or a buck? 
I mean, it's just a, an amazing opportunity, as as John just mentioned, you know, like we talked about right in the beginning of the show, to, you know, make a difference while making a, a living. So do you have any other socials that you would like me to promote in the description or those those that I mentioned above pretty much cover it? No, I think it's just, you know, website, Twitter, Telegram. We've got some of the other socials and and uh, I think Mike has a link tree. Okay. So they're, they should all be there. And if not, I'll help you with that. But awesome. I really appreciate you having me here today. I, you know, I love getting to talk about our project and, and spread the, the word about what we're doing and, and how we're trying to do it and, and how all that ties together with the crypto industry. And I believe crypto is going to make a huge change in the agriculture world. Right. Um, and it's just time to work through that and, and apply that and, and bring these projects on board. Yeah, absolutely. Once again, thank you for being here. Your passion definitely shows through. Uh, oh, one one last thing real quick, folks, was on that deep dive video, I'm actually doing a Demetra token giveaway. So it's taken a little bit longer to get to that point because I usually like to have this AMA or, you know, you know, have somebody from the team come on before I actually give the tokens away. So those of you that are on the live stream today, if you haven't already, Subscribe to the channel. Go back to the the video about a month ago that was the Demitra, uh, you know, deep dive. Take a look at that video, and then in the comments section, all you have to do to be qualified for the token giveaway is just simply type in the comment section, "I want Demitra," and it looks like I'm going to do that giveaway probably Monday. So on Monday, I'll go I'll go live. I'll pull up that video and all of the comments on it. I'll use a YouTube uh, comment picker, and I'm going to give away uh, forty dollars worth of tokens to uh, four people on Monday. And like we just talked about, you know that that could turn into an exciting amount of money if you hold on to it over the next few years. So with that, folks, thanks again for being here, John. It was great meeting you. I am sure that we'll have you on the show again. And uh, with that, you know, God bless and take care. Thanks, Brad. Take care, everybody.